one-timers. Getting to know the guest of Sports and More, the podcast, just a little bit more. This is One Timers with AJ Jakubic of TSN 1200. Uh, AJ, before we get to One Timers, did did you have a decent one timer when you played? <laughs> Not really. No. no, I was all I was all heart back check blocking shots, punishing checks. But that but that's when I'm five ten now. I was five nine at Pee Wee. So yeah, I. I didn't really get the. I thought it might be six two, six three one day. I thought right. I might get my size from from my uncle and my mom's side, but uh, didn't end up happening. <laughs> what were your uh, favorite two sports growing up? I've always had five, and it's kind of probably dropped to four, so it's hard for me to say two. But uh, hockey, football basketball and soccer have have always been there baseball i was a big baseball fan in the 80s and 90s uh not so much anymore i'll still watch the playoffs but um i I think between the strike in in 94 i actually went to 11 major league ballparks that year in 94 so that kind of turned me off the expos leaving turned me off uh, my team, Seattle, they stink. That doesn't help. The steroid era doesn't help. And, and games are just so long, too, at times. But I still love it. I still like watching the playoffs. But, yeah, basically, uh, those five sports have always been a big uh, big thing for me. All right, what about your favorite team and athlete as a kid? What was the one team and the one athlete that you had? Uh, probably two athletes, probably Bo Jackson and Cal Ripken Jr., um, and favorite team growing up, the one team that, that I, I've been a fan, like, because there, there's, there's certain sports and you go to, I, I've been fortunate enough to, to kind of go to a lot of different, uh, arenas and a lot of different, for example, I'm a Phoenix Suns fan going back mm-hmm. to the late 1980s, but I actually started in the early eighties as a Milwaukee Bucks fan. So the, the one team and same with baseball, like Cal Ripken Jr. Baltimore, but I kind of morphed in the Griffey days into more of a Seattle team, Seattle fan. And those are my two favorite teams now. But the one team that I've actually been a fan of since day one, uh, the Washington football team. And uh, I had I had one good decade uh, from 82 to 91. I started cheering for them in 82 in the middle of the strike year. They, they were on a lot on CBS. I used to love watching games, you know, with Pat Summerall and, and John Madden and and they ended up winning the Super Bowl that year with Joe Theismann and John Riggins and uh, the Hogs and the, the Fun Hogs, Bunch. And, yeah. yeah, just uh, they were great teams. And Joe Gibbs is the coach and had a, had a really good decade with three Super Bowl wins and not a lot to cheer for uh, since, especially since the uh, Dan Snyder era started. So yeah, no uh, I guess that's the one team start to finish that I've been with uh, through thick and thin. All right, let's go to the opposite way. Think to back to when you were a kid. Was there an athlete or a team that certainly got under your skin? I have to say uh, the bad boys. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. The Pistons. And, and, and leading the way would be Bill Lane Beer. Yeah. yeah. So, what? Big Michael Jordan fan. Um, it, it's, it was Suns 1 and Bulls 2 with, with the Bucks in there as well. But, yeah, just love Michael Jordan from you know, the mid eighties. I remember watching a 63 point game against the Celtics in the playoffs and just, uh, you know, had posters in my room of Michael Jordan. So he was right up there as one of my favorite athletes as well. And just, 
couldn't stand the bad boys. I, I didn't mind a couple of them. I, I like Joe Dumars, but uh, yeah, it's Bill Lane Beer, definitely uh, right there with probably Christian Leitner, actually, is the <laughs> two most uh, unlikable athletes. Awesome. Uh, what did you want to be when you were young? Pro athlete. <laughs> yeah, again, I was, I was a pretty good athlete growing up, like grade six, seven, eight, nine. And then just never grew, right? So, you know, I played, for example, I played on a really good football team in, in St. Albert. That's where I grew up, just outside Edmonton. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I played both ways. And I played left tackle and, and defensive end, right? Mm-hmm. And, and now, I mean, I'm 5'10". I mean, <laughs> yeah. not a lot of old linemen or D linemen that are 5'10". So, yeah, I just loved, loved playing sports growing up and uh, always wanted to be involved and always kind of figured if I, I didn't make it as an athlete that I'd try my hand at coaching and broadcasting, coached hockey for four years, loved it, uh, you know, miss it as well. But uh, yeah, don't don't regret uh, what I've decided to do one bit. Love love what I uh, get to do to be able to call multiple sports. It's pretty awesome. No doubt. If I look out my window, I can see your old high school, actually. That's how close I am <laughs> where I'm recording. Yeah, um, beauty. If, if the old Skyhawks. Yeah, no, no doubt. If you could be a pro in any sport then, you know, if you could have your pick of any sport, any position, any role, what would it be? It's a great question. I, I would say probably, probably soccer or basketball. I guess in in the sense that they're both worldwide sports, so you get not not it's not about recognition, but I mean, obviously, you know, you're going to get paid more in, in, in a sport that you know again when you love all these other sports equally it's it's mm-hmm. uh you know it'd be a tough call between soccer basketball football or hockey but uh just less of a physical grind but that being said you know you look at basketball you look at soccer and you look at the toll even those sports take on you so there isn't one sport uh, i don't care what you play that maybe darts i, I can't imagine darts you you get too many injuries in you darts. You get injured in the celebration. In, you get injured in the celebration in darts because those things are, are fantastic when you watch those on TV. And you're right. I, I don't think people realize how physical basketball is in the paint. No, for sure. And and just the, the toll it takes on your body. And, and same with soccer. I, having, having covered that sport professionally for the last seven years, you, you see just the, the injuries and the toll that it, that it takes. So they're, they're all difficult in, in their own separate ways but uh i'll say soccer just because the, the, the beauty uh, everything's so the same in north american mm-hmm. sports right if True. if you're a baseball player you're a basketball player you're a football player you're a hockey player you you go into the draft you you go to a big city in north america whereas the, the soccer i i'm intrigued by the soccer system there's pros and cons by it from it but just the fact that you know you got there isn't one best league in the world. Mm-hmm. You, you go to different countries and, and you know, the, the Bundesliga is every bit as good as the English Premier League and so on and so forth. Or you can play at, at Ajax and play in, in Holland and, and that is a top 10 league in the world and they reached the Champions League semis last year. So it, the, the whole system, I, I don't love relegation, but at the same time, promotion is great, right? I mean, you, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't like the fact that Quebec City and Hartford and, and the Seattle Supersonics and the, the Montreal Expos and all these places that that should have 
pro sports teams at the highest level don't uh, because businessmen decided that that it didn't work out or the arena wasn't good enough. To me, it should be about the fans and every city should have an opportunity to show that they're worthy. And, you know, I, I know that doesn't have anything to do with being a, a pro athlete, so to speak, but um, just just the whole soccer system I, I, in, in Europe and, and globally as well is a, is a pretty intriguing system. All right, well, how about this? If you could live one specific athlete's life, who would that be? <laughs> that's a that's a tough one. That's that's a really tough one. Um, uh, Usain Bolt, fastest man in the world, doesn't get much. But no one, I mean, who dislikes Usain Bolt, right? Yeah. I mean, that guy's popular. And that's he's such an elite great, title. He, he's got a he's got a great personality, and and yeah, I mean, he fastest man in the world three different times at the Olympics. Yeah, I'd say Usain Bolt. Yeah, that's and that's such a prestigious title. Like there, you know, there, there, there's, there's how many times does that title get handed off to somebody, right? And uh, to yeah. be able to to be able to have that, and, and you're right, he seems like a really likable guy as well. So uh, works both ways. All right, how about the favorite sports moment that you've witnessed live? Ooh, that that's a tough one. All. Uh... Broadcast-wise, it's definitely second and 25, 2015. Ottawa Red Blacks beat uh, the Hamilton Tiger Cats to go to the, the Grey Cup for the first time in 34 years. I mean, they, Henry Burris to Greg Ellingson, if that if that doesn't happen, if, if they don't pull that off on second and 25, they're punting. Justin Medlock's going to kick a field goal, and it's game over. Um, and it's another heart-wrenching loss for Ottawa football right. fans. But that that's something you just can't recreate. I, I don't think I'll ever have another moment like that. And and, and, and the fact that, I, I mean, you, you just had 34 years of pain, losing multiple teams, having bad ownership groups, having bad teams. And, and it just kind of, you know, I know they didn't win a great cup that year. They ended up winning it the next year, but it's kind of like when the Red Sox beat the Yankees in four mm-hmm. straight. I know it was the same year. No one even remembers them beating St. Louis and what, what that series was all about. But everyone remembers that series against the Yankees that's kind of how it was for Ottawa football so from a broadcast perspective that would be it and, and as a fan or as a as a media member I've, I've seen some pretty interesting ones from uh, you know the uh, the final four in 2008 when Memphis on a Mario Chalmers uh, buzzer beater tied uh, sorry Kansas on a Mario Chalmers uh, buzzer beater tied Derrick Rose in Memphis and and they ended up winning in overtime. That was pretty crazy to experience. And I was courtside for that. That's the beauty of wow. covering events uh, in basketball. You, you, you can, you know, they put the media right on the floor. So that was pretty cool to experience. Probably like the two World Junior. I've, I've seen Canada win three World, World Junior gold. One in Red Deer in '95, which was the old format. It wasn't a gold medal, but that was still pretty cool. First right. perfect Canadian team to win gold, um, and, and certainly seeing them break a, a drought in Toronto five years ago with McDavid and I was sitting next to Peter Labardius for that. Oh, was that that Canada one? Yeah. Russia. Yeah. That, that was awesome too. But maybe the best hockey game I've ever been to was in Saskatoon and the gold medal game that ended Canada's five in a row streak. Was that That's that the one Americans too? when John Carlson scored the winner. Yeah. I mean that Jordan Everly scoring those two goals. And yeah. I mean that, that was probably more incredible than what he did the year before against the Russians in the semi. Right. So, they just couldn't finish it off, but 
that was an amazing hockey game. So that's up there. Seeing some Champions League football games uh, as well. I was at the Super Bowl where the, the Patriots uh, beat the Seahawks because uh, they Should've didn't ran. hand the ball off to Marshawn Lynch. Was that one of the best BCS, the last, you know, it's the BCS college football playoff now, but I was at the last championship game at the Rose Bowl when Auburn played Florida State, and that went back and forth, and I think four different lead changes in the last five minutes, and Florida State ended up winning. So, yeah, a whole lot to choose from for sure, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough to pick between all of those. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, uh, what about music? Favorite band or artist? Who do you love listening to? Black Sabbath is is my favorite, but not Ronnie James Dio. That Black Sabbath that right. has to be Aussie era Black Sabbath. So yeah, yeah, seen them a uh, couple of times in concert, including uh, one in Toronto and one uh, on their last tour in, in Chicago as well. So yeah, definitely uh, Aussie era Sabbath. What about movies as a kid? What what movie do you remember the most uh, from your childhood? Slapshot, for sure. Yeah. Because I, I remember watching that pre-18 years old, and <laughs> there's some scenes in there. I might have rewinded the scene with, uh, what, what was it, Paul Newman, Reggie Dunlop, and Hannah Hans White. Yeah. I probably watched, rewatched that probably about 30 different times in a row. As a child, I, I don't know how old I was at that point, but... I thoroughly might have enjoyed that. So, yeah, no, <laughs> Slapshot, legendary movie. It's not super politically correct today, for sure, but uh, certainly uh, one that, that gave you a lot of laughs and was a pretty decent insight in when you talk to people who played in that era into uh, what especially minor league, minor pro hockey was like in the late 70s. A hundred, you're, you're right. It was accurate what that was like. You know, it was obviously exaggerated a little bit, but... Uh, there was a lot of stuff uh, that was true that went into that uh, movie for sure. All right, what about right now? What are you watching? What's a TV show or maybe something that you're streaming that you would recommend? Uh, so I finished two of these. Uh, Peaky Blinders uh, I watched this year. I know I was probably a little late to the party on that, but absolutely loved that show. Uh, another one was Afterlife with Ricky Gervais. Hmm. I started watching a lot of Ricky Gervais stuff because I loved the way he ripped on the celebrities at the last Golden Globes. My parents were in town. My mom wanted to watch that. It's not something I'd normally watch. And I, I sucked it up and watched it uh, you know, because my mom wanted to watch it. And He's vicious. Face made me laugh so much. And so, yeah, I wanted to watch uh, some more shows of his and, and Afterlife was sensational. Funny, but also like very serious at times and emotional mm -hmm. at times. So definitely uh, one I recommend. And, what I'm watching now is Vikings. I'm three seasons in to Vikings, and uh, you know I'm Polish-Ukrainian on my dad's side and Swedish-Norwegian on my mom's side. So good to kind of uh, delve into a little bit of my roots on my mom's side with with my Viking roots. And yeah, thoroughly enjoying Vikings right now, getting set for season four. Cool. All right, two more quick ones. If you could have a meal with anyone in history, who would it be? Oh, you know what? I, I uh, you you asked me this. I got these questions yesterday, and I thought of somebody, and I've totally completely blanked on on who I'm picking. But probably someone that uh, was a big deal in history. Maybe a Martin Luther King Jr. Just to sure. pick his brain. I, I think uh, I, I'm a big believer in you know protest, but also peaceful protest, and mm -hmm. and I think he got a lot done. I, I think you know. Uh, 
we, we could learn a lot from Martin Luther King in, in terms of just how we deal with things. And, you know, I, I understand there's different ways to do things. I understand some people think that you have to do things in a more uh, violent manner. But but I, I think, uh, you know, that, that that's someone that I definitely look up to. And, and just a, a lot of the different athletes in that era, whether it's whether it's a Jackie Robinson or uh, a Jim Brown or, or some of the other athletes that, uh, you know, went through the different trials and tribulations that they did, uh, that would be Muhammad pretty cool Ali. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Ali was exactly, obviously exactly. one of the, uh, uh, yeah, the, the bigger athletes in that time. All right, let's wrap up with this. If you could have, what's, what's your dream foursome? You and three others for four and a half hours on the golf course. Not so much about the golf, but just spending time. Who would you want to spend that much time with if you could pick three other people? Well, I'm a big Sabbath fan, as I said. Ozzy, I mean, sometimes he's not so with it. So I, I'm going to go Tony Iommi. Okay. Uh, the guitarist for Black Sabbath that to, to maybe pick his brain a little bit. So I'll go Tony Iommi. I'll, I'll go Bo Jackson and Charles Barkley because we need some laughs as well. Yeah, you would get laughs looking at Barkley's... Uh swing and then him trying to chirp everybody yeah. else that would be an awesome awesome uh, four and a half hours uh, maybe a little bit longer with Barkley too you never know uh, uh, this has been fun AJ you can check out uh, AJ Jakobic's full episode at sportsandmore.ca this has been One Timers this has been One Timers on Sports and More the podcast check out full episodes and more at www.sportsandmore.ca 